Let's start the podcast now. <laughs> I need to go get a drink. So, you know. Are you serious? Oh, my God, Nate. Oh, my God, Dude. I forgot about that during <laughs> during the playing of Putt-Putt, where I whooped your bottoms. Go, go get a beverage. We're going to talk trash about you until you get back. I'm going to say the joke I was going to say while Nate's getting a beverage that he stopped me from saying because we weren't recording. Go. If you put me somewhere that is dark Damp and made of rocks. I'm gonna call it a dungeon. You know, I think that's valid. Yeah. I never said that place was damp. It's a swamp. The place you are now. It's under a swamp. There's a swamp monster in it. Yeah, yeah. But I said there was like Grecian fortress walls around Yes, we are underneath a swamp. It's gonna be humid. Well, no, hold on. Technically, technically, we're sideways from a swamp. Gravity reoriented. Oh, that's true. There's no humidity control in this dungeon. Yeah, that's not something the Greeks had. We're back. Now that I have my big gulped size white Russian. Nice, babe. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Nameless Monsters. To Nameless Monsters. <laughs> I'm your Lester, keeper, Nate. I am going to. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to what, babe? <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm just going to let you go. Go ahead, Lester. Uh, we have... A wonderful adventure tonight written by me, Nate, <laughs> who uses he, him pronouns because I'm the keeper. Uh, and we also have with us the lovely Heather, who plays Mags. Heather, take it away. Hi, everybody. I'm Heather. I play Mags the professional. Until I'm the keeper, I use she, her pronouns. And we have Dennis, who plays Brad. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad. I'm he, him. And then we have the mysterious Lester, who plays the dipshit Morris. Hi, I'm Lester. We both use he, him pronouns. I don't get to be Lester? What the fuck is this? Nope, I'm both parts. Uh, this is Wait, the worst. you get to be Lester? You want to be Lester now? The worst bit ever. So you're just going to be both? All right, I guess I'm just going to leave. I'll see you guys later. It's a series wrap on Nate, everybody. This is why everyone needs a union, because even you can oust your boss and then become the boss yourself while also still being a worker. Now, that sucks. That's twice the work. Sounds like you need a union rep. God, I need my union rep. Hey, Nate, do you want to be Lester's union rep <laughs> since you don't have a job as a keeper anymore? <laughs> Did he actually leave? Probably. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, well, guys, I'm running the show right. now. Last time on Nameless Monsters, <laughs> we got stuck in a dungeon that Nate says is not a dungeon because it's not wet. Uh, and also, I'm Nate, so I guess I said that. And there was a monster, and we accidentally caused a magic cave-in, and the monster ran away probably to eat people. The end. All right, I'm back. I refilled my drink. <laughs> you all need to roll a will save. <laughs> oh, what happened? Because the cave-in made us very sad. Oh. We have right. to we have to resist clinical depression. <laughs> wow. Oh man. What level spell is that? I think I have counter spell prepared. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, now that we've done introductions, <laughs> thanks, Nate, Lester. No problem. Lester, Nate. Nestor. I live does, to serve. Right there. Does anybody want to summarize what happened last time? You already did that, Nate. Yeah. Nope. Nobody wants to. All right. I mean, Nestor already I'm, did you, it. Well, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't very good, Lester. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, no, that was Lester as Nate. So actually, it wasn't very good, Nate. You really got to shape up. Mm. Mm. So it comes back to being my fault. Yep. How am I not surprised? Mm. That's what happens when you're management. Yeah. I ask so little of you people. And you get so little from us. <laughs> <laughs>
So do we want to do any other summarization of last time? Sure, I will. We picked right back up. Mags medicked Morris. We talked briefly about the Minigar, and we followed the familiar as it led us deeper into the swamp. We saw dangers, movement in the cabin. We saw a large stump with logs next to it and a pair of broken manacles that said Greganold Metalworks. Highly suspicious. Bad things happened when we tried to attack the Minigar. Max is infected and feeling froggy. Bullet didn't really affect the monster. And then all the stuff that Nestor said about the cave-in and going sideways into not a dungeon and the monster running away. And Brad has magic now. Yes. Oh, yeah. I falcon punched the monster's hand. Brad smote someone. So there was a cave-in the last time. Well, cave-in. It's not really a cave. Some of the walls collapse, and some of the stonework fell. Does anybody remember why? Morris. Because Brad broke my magic. No. (laughs) I used luck to make my magic real good, and then Brad made a mistake, and that made the magic not good. And then I think I tried to shoot somebody or something, and then there was a cave-in. You threw a magic tracker. But none of that would have happened if Brad hadn't made the magic not good. (laughs) It's all Brad's okay, fault. We can point fingers later <laughs> if we survive. Now, I think Morris threw a tried to throw a magic like tracking device at the Minigar and missed or something, and the yeah, and it exploded. Yeah. Oh, I think I was trying to like throw a crystal at it to make yeah. it like bloom into more crystals or whatever. It was a really cool idea that didn't work. Oh, and it just expanded out so much that it, like, caused a a blockage in the tunnel. That's what it was. It got too big. It was too good. Too many crystals. Whoops, all crystals. <laughs> Whoops, all crystals. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we have this strange moment of respite just after an intense battle with this Minogar. What do you want to do? Do you think it's running to eat those ladies? I mean, for sure, or going to warn somebody that we're coming. I I think... Brad pulls out a jewelry kit and starts cutting away at these crystals so he can get to them. (laughs) I think they're big enough that you just need a pickaxe. Okay, okay. What have we got? What have we got, boys? We have axes. Mags puts down her bag and goes through and pulls out a mace and a pair of axes and distributes them. A mace? Yep. All right, boys, let's get to digging, huh? It is going to take a while to dig through all of this crystal, I think. Okay, okay, what else can we do? Do we see another path that maybe we ignored? Is there a weakness? Do we, wait, do you have a grenade? No, would that make the cave-in worse? Yes. Yeah, it would. It's not a cave-in. It was just crystals covering everything. Are there any other doors near us? There are some doors behind you, because this looks like a nearly endless hallway. As far as you can see, you're not really sure. I believe I described it to you as kind of an endless crisscross of hallways. Yeah. I'm going to go to a door, listen for a second, see if I hear anything. If I don't hear anything, open the door. All right, you open the door. In this room, you see, like, an armory, basically. There's bows, there's arrows, there's spears, there's all sorts of weaponry and some armor and stuff. All of it looks like it's been sitting here for a very long time, unused. So, some of it's decaying. Is there another door in another wall that would maybe lead to an adjacent room that we could get through to get to the other side of the crystal blockage? Yeah, sure, there's another door okay i go into the room and i go to that door all right this one it looks like was a mess hall of some kind there's like a gigantic table in the middle and chairs and or rather benches there is a cook pot in like a fireplace at one end does it look like there is now a third door that might lead back into the hall we were just in yeah, sure. Sweet. Hold on, guys. Um, do we have anything? You know that uh myth about the normal Minotaur and the string to make sure you don't get lost? Yes. Do we have anything that could do that? Because I don't think we're smart enough to get back out. I'm on the other side of the crystal wall and I go, it's three doors. 
<laughs> oh, did the third door take us uh, to the other side of the crystal already? That's what I was going for. And Nate said, sure. This is going to be paranoid, but can I like scratch numerals in the like, what do you call the thing that surrounds the door? The door jamb? The lentil? The door frame? The door frame, yes. So like the first door we went through is a one. Second door we went through is like two. Third one is three. I just really don't trust our ability to get back out. Carving numbers in the wall is a really great idea. All right. Uh, I guess we follow. Do we see any like wet, squishy footprints from the monster running through here? You probably see like some disturbance of the dust that coats everything in this place. Uh, I'll take it. Okay. We mark the doors that we walk through. With blood above the door frame. Yeah, Max has a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Sharpie blood above the door frame. Why is your Sharpie full of blood? I guess we just keep going. What do we remember about the story of, of Theseus and the maze that you were just talking about? Yeah, so they had the golden thread that they used so they could get back out. The Minotaur was the king's illegitimate child. No, legitimate child. No, the queen's illegitimate child because she fucked a bull. Mm. I'm pretty sure Theseus later on stepped out on Medea. Was that No, Medea? that's like a Tyler Perry thing, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's just happy to contribute at this point. No, Medea's from the myth of Jason. Right, so the Minotaur was a weird sex baby. Well, and it I'm ate people. There were fourteen tributes: seven girls, seven boys. The princess right. was there, and they had to make Theseus it was there to the center of the maze in order to fight the Minotaur. Well, but the two pairs of seven were supposed to be sacrifices to the Minotaur, right? Yes, yes. And then did Theseus go down there to? Save the princess? No, the princess came with him because she thought he was hot or whatever. The tributes were from Athens, and they were, like, at Crete. And so the princess of Crete wouldn't have been a tribute from Athens. Right. So Theseus volunteered to be one of the tributes because his plan the whole time was to, like, fuck up Crete so they wouldn't be able to get tributes anymore. Do you think your character knows all this? Dennis. (laughs) Dennis falling asleep. Can you guys just, you know... Get to it. I'm kidding. Morris is the kind of dipshit who joined a cult. He probably knows all sorts about Greek mythology. Yeah. I love that. Greek mythology kids seem like the type of kids who would grow up to join crystal cults. (laughs) Dennis. That's me. That's Brad, like, wandering down the hallway, bored out of his mind. Yeah. Just opening opening other doors. (laughs) I'm just, I'm trying to think about. Brad. Yo. You're just wandering down the hallway opening doors? Yeah. Okay, so you come across, like, some sleeping quarters and various other things, and finally you open a door, and it leads into, like, darkness. Oh. Which is weird, because everything here has been lit by, like, torchlight. Oh. Close the door. And I'm not going to wander far enough away that I can't see them. It's a straight hallway, right? Sure. Sure. Okay. Close the door. Uh... Guys, Mags. I love this image of Morris, Morris. and Mags standing there just talking about Greek myths. Because <laughs> I was trying to get to how did he defeat the Minotaur? Yeah, I know. I know. I get it. I'm not trying to be a butt. I Pretty sure it. he just beat him to death. I don't, I like, he didn't have anime powers. Didn't he have, like, a special weapon or something? (sighs) Am I? He was the son of Poseidon? I think he was one of those guys who had two dads. Brad opens the door back up again and just sort of sticks his hand in in the darkness to see what happens. Brad, you get yanked in and the door closes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Bradley. Jackson Johnson. <sighs> Keeping things interesting since 2022. I love it. Yeah, it says that Theseus just uh, overpowered the Minotaur and stabbed it. Okay. Mags, you look up and Brad is gone. You have got 
to be kidding me. Come on, Morris. All right. I kind of feel bad, but also... Okay, Mags, which door looks like it would be the most attractive to Brad? I mean, we'll open all of them as we go down. All right, so finally you open a door that leads into darkness. I'm going to yell out, Brad, you there? Bro? Do I hear? Nope. Bradley? Bradley Brad Bradderson, which I assume is your full name? (laughs) I don't know if he's in there, Max. He's not responding. Are there more doors further down the hallway? Or is this it? Yeah, Yeah, there's... This place is massive. Oh, great. And it seems to go on... You haven't found, like, an end to it. Are there any, like, signs that Brad might have, like... Did he drop nunchucks or something? Yeah, Brad tends to drop nunchucks wherever he goes. So. When he's not keeping them in his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you you just see a whole trail of or nunchucks. like you know, like a oh, you know, a punch card for Greg's smoothie hut. Okay, this door that we have opened seems strange. Yes, the other rooms have been lit. Yeah, the other rooms have all been lit. Okay. All right, then Brad probably one of these this one. doors is not like the others. Okay, I turn to Morris and say, "All right, you're gonna be my thread." Me? How does that work? I have a. You're gonna stab me, so I have drips of blood. No. Okay, good. I go digging through my bag. I have an old T-shirt in there, and I start a little cut at the bottom hem and start pulling. Oh, I'm making T-shirt yarn. Yes. And I'm going to tie one end of it to you, and I'm going to take the rest of the t-shirt and go that way. Wouldn't it make more sense to tie it to, like, the door handle, and then I just also go with you? I mean, if that's what you want to do, you're so hurt. I was trying to, was trying to keep you out of the line of fire. Well, I know that, I know that makes sense, but I also don't know if us splitting up, like, 1v1v1 is, like, great. No, you're you're right. You're right. I don't want... Okay. Just stay behind me, okay? Okay. Okay. I'll use you as a meat shield. <laughs> okay. So we'll tie the end of this t-shirt yarn to something and go walking into the darkness. As you walk through the darkness, you are suddenly confronted by a dim light. You are underground somewhere, you suspect. Just by the sound and kind of the feel... You know the feeling when you walk into a cave? Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. <laughs> That's the feeling that you get. Lester. I'm a city boy. <laughs> I don't go into the wilderness. I know, dude. I know. Okay. There is a feeling when you're in a cave. The air is close. I'm just going to assume it's identical to like going in an unfinished basement with poor lighting. Yes. Yeah, very similar. The air down here is very cool. You do not see any light sources, but there is light of a sort. It's just like the swamp, where it's that constant dim light. And before you, you see stone walls. And you see Brad. Oh, that was easy. With a man standing next to him. This man is completely naked, and he has a sword and a winged helmet on. Two brats. (laughs) The man turns to all of you and motions to his mouth, puts a finger over his mouth, like, shush. Oh, shut the fuck up? Okay. Um, And then he says something in a language you do not know. Can I look through my binder and try to find a spell to help me communicate with this person with whom I don't share a language? Yes, absolutely you can do that. Let me continue the description of this guy, by the way. He's very muscular. He's got that hot bod, is is what I'm saying. Great. Mags unaverts her eyes. Mm. <laughs> He's a little dirty, though. Ugh, never mind. She re-reverts her eyes. <laughs> He's got some dirt and stuff on him. He has, he's got that bronze skin. Morris, would you help me here? We're not supposed to talk, Mags. Yes. Sorry. Help. <laughs> help me. 
Yeah, okay, I'll help you. I see you doing your little your little hand movements, and I know that means magic. So I pull out some crystals. Why don't you roll help out, and why don't you roll use magic and tell me what it looks like? Paint me that word picture. Uh, I fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, no. I got one good roll, and then the other one was a one, so. Oh. Plus, I got that minus one, so. All right, well, I I rolled a seven. Okay. So. You get a glitch. Yes. And then I get to take a hard move. I, I think there's a problematic side effect. Okay. What did it look like? So the other spell that that Max has done, uh, they've they've been rune based, but this one is like specific hand motions, like in the magicians, and you do them directly in front of your face and then by your ears, and so it's like you know these very specific geometric sign language things happening. Very cool. So what happens, Morris, is. You feel your throat tighten up, and then you feel something leaving your mouth. And Mags, you feel something force its way into your mouth and down your throat. Ew, are we magic Frenching? (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not trying to be weird about it. It's just magical forces. You speak to this man, and your voice comes out as a scream. It is so loud, it hurts everyone's ears. Oh, no. It's very loud because both yours and Morris's voices emanate from your throat. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She says to Theseus, one presumes. You have no idea who this is. I mean, we were talking about the Theseus myth, and then a naked bronze man showed up in a winged (laughs) helmet. With a spear. So he's either Mercury or Theseus. He's got a sword. All right. What, what are, are you doing here? How, how can, can we help? help? By Zeus, you're very loud. I'm sorry, something, something went, went wrong. The beast, it's here. You need to be quiet. My name is Theseus. Called it. <laughs> I am a great warrior, and I am here to slay it. How did you find your way into this labyrinth. That's a whole story Story that that we we don't don't have time for, Theseus. In the distance, you hear some thumping, like rhythmic thumping, like something running, and you hear the hiss of the Minogar. Mags turns slightly and digs in her bag, holds up a short spear and a shield. And gives him the let's go arms. Wow, you are also warriors. Nod. Excellent. Brad has no idea what they're saying, but he saw Mags pull out a shield and a spear, so he gets ready to square up. Yeah. Have no fear, however. I will slay this beast, and you will not have to do a thing. Skeptical expression. (laughs) (laughs) But if you wish to witness my exploits... You can um, follow me. Oh, boy. Mags rolls her eyes real hard. And he begins to head off into the maze, into the labyrinth. Mags will gesture to the guys and follow after him. Am I still holding the t-shirt string? I say yes. Um, There is no door in this room. Oh, good. You don't see a door. You are just at the beginning of the labyrinth, basically. Oh, but we tied off the t-shirt to something. You did. Is it just anchored in the wall? It is just dangling out of the wall. Well, then we're going to keep carrying it. Or Mags will put the hand holding the spear. She puts that right elbow on the outside wall and is going to keep it there as long as she can. Just following the the right wall of this maze. Following Mags. Seems like the best bet. As you are all walking along, Theseus looks back and he says... You know, there's no need to actually touch the wall. There's a huge smashing sound as one of the walls of the labyrinth, like, comes out as Theseus steps forward and smashes him on the other side of the wall, and he is just a smear of red paste. Wait, for real? Oh! For real! So Theseus is dead. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
What? Uh, Max, is that? Oh no! Brad, you get a little bit on your face. Oh, oh no! Every actually, probably everybody, everybody is sprayed with a little bit. Okay. There's a fine red mist, kind of in the oh, air. Oh, bro. it's settling. I can't help but feel somehow like this might be my fault a little bit. Um, Daggers being stared. Oh, um, I'm really sorry. It's um, oh, and I wipe. I start wiping the Theseus oh. off my face a little bit. <laughs> Can I pull out my cat brooch and see what it's doing? Mm. It is completely dark. Well, that's not fucking good. Okay. Putting that away. I, I think, think we're, we're on, on a different, different plane, plane somehow. somehow. Hmm. I got vinegar. Okay. Look, when this was just like chase down monster and, and punch and or stab to death, like I'm, I was fine. I don't want to get squished by a wall. Can we, do you, can we? <sighs> I, I'm hesitant to ask, but do you think you could whip up a, a spell or something and just get us out of this place? You're asking Morris to like teleport us out? I mean, whoever, you both, you're both doing magic. So we're just gonna, we're gonna leave that lady and a child to die? Well, okay, above the table because Morris can't talk. We don't know that they're in this labyrinth. Like, this is just sort of where we ended up. But thematically, they probably are. I feel like we are here to slay this dragon. Minigar. Yeah, well, you know, thematically speaking. But we're stuck in both a physical now labyrinth and a metaphysical one back in Triple Springs. And I think that the two might be somehow connected. Oh. And Ooh, I like this leap and yes. And that somehow, I don't know how, but somehow by defeating this labyrinth, we're going to get one step closer to getting out of this town. <laughs> so here is the deal. I have made a custom move Ooh, for this. Exciting. It is called Traverse the Labyrinth. How appropriate. Big surprise. If you roll six and under, it's very bad. Obviously, there are very deadly traps here, and you will take a significant amount of harm before you reach the middle. I just want to make that very clear. Noted. From a seven to nine, you will take some harm, but you will eventually reach the center. And on a 10 plus, you avoid all the traps and don't end up like Theseus. Okay, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked, I haven't used my fortunes yet this mystery. You haven't. Because I normally leave the little check marks on it during the mystery if I have. Um... So I'm going to try and tell the future. Okay, read to me what that does again. The sect has ancient prophecies or divination techniques to predict the future. Once per mystery, you may use them. If you look at what the future holds, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. And on seven to nine, hold one. On a miss, you get bad information and the keeper decides how that affects you. Spend your hold to have a useful object ready. Be somewhere you are needed just in time. Take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. And the last one is why I want to use it. Somebody hit time and a half on the Luster AI. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to bring back Theseus? No, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about that guy. (laughs) 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 I love it. Um, Yeah, please go ahead and roll that. I got a six, four, and then I have the plus two weird, but minus one ongoing for an 11. Ooh. Wow, nice. Wow. I gotta finally not fuck something up. Fair enough. It's been tough. I think I've used two luck points in this adventure alone. I would like to point out, however. Yes. You do not have your voice and thus cannot warn anyone. Be somewhere you are needed just in time. Have a useful object ready. Perfect. Those I can get creative. Perfect. So how many do you hold on that? Three. Whoa! It's ten plus. Okay. Good move. That's very good. So tell me, did you do something before you all... You Do we need... Can we do a flashback? 
or do you want to do whatever you wanted to do here? I want to say that Theseus died. He saw the blood splatter on Brad's face and in his mouth. <laughs> Morris was like, you know, if I do this fast enough, I can use Theseus as a human sacrifice while his soul still lingers on. <laughs> and then I set all my crystals, and there's no one to stop me because I can't say my thoughts out loud. And so I'm going to set all my crystals in a little circle around the blood splatter closest to me. <laughs> and then do my magic. If you want magic to be good, you use human sacrifices. Oh, it's just logical. God. <laughs> oh, incredible. Okay. All right. Uh, perfect. You got to use every part of the Theseus. Yes, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> You, like, quickly grab some of the broken bones and shit and viscera, and you, like, cast it into the middle of this circle of crystals and shit, and you thus read the bones. You have blood all over you, and you are, as you stare at them, you are, like, sucked into a vision, and we see, like, tons of images fly in front of your eyes and you blink a bunch and are looking up. What are Mags and Brad's thoughts on what Morris just did? I think Brad has finally asked Mags what's going on with the fingers and the green skin and and that kind of stuff. (laughs) Just distracted. (laughs) It's like, look, okay, Mags, I know we've been really busy, but I, are you okay? You seem a little, um... I love this aside as Morris is, like, (laughs) gathering... Doing blood magic. Fucking viscera (laughs) and bones, like, picking it off the walls in the background. This is so beautiful. I am so sorry to interrupt, Dennis. No, it's fine. It was just too good. It's so fun. It's fine. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a big thing. We don't have to roleplay necessarily. It could just be that. All right. Who... Wants to roll to navigate the labyrinth. I don't want to make this a super long thing, so we'll just do one roll. It'll be for the whole party. I mean, if it's sharp, we know who's rolling, right? <laughs> so I I am up for it being however you want to navigate. I have a minus one ongoing, so. Yeah, not, not Morris. You could use weird. You could use just make a case. I've got plus two tough. I'm going to make the case that I just walk straight through the walls until I'm in the middle. <laughs> just hulk punch through no i do actually have a minus one on going to tough because i tore my bicep oh that's right you messed up never mind we gotta let mags do this yeah (laughs) you are all really (laughs) fucked up this is wild maybe somebody will die holy shit okay stop being like that I've only got two harm. I just also have a torn bicep, so. And I just happen to look like a frog, okay? Okay. I'm going to think our way through this. I'm really sorry, guys. That's just a seven. Five on the dice. It could be a lot worse. It could be worse. I think what we get is a quick montage of adventures in this labyrinth. And... We get one where Morris is, like, trying to get Brad's attention just as Brad steps forward and, like, a bunch of spikes shoot out of the ground. (laughs) I think there's, like, Mags steps on a tile and just, just, like, a skeleton falls on top of her, giving her emotional harm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, That's very Scooby-Doo. You're just all walking, kind of looking around nervously. Morris and Brad are walking in front of Mags, and they're to the sides. And Mags walks forward just as they have passed and steps on a tile, and just a skeleton falls out of the nowhere. It just falls down from somewhere. <laughs> you can't really see up there. It goes into darkness. One for Morris. Morris! You yes. see a pile of glittering gold, and you run towards it. Does that seem Morrissey? He's in a capitalist cult, but he's not good at it. And I don't, I don't know if he's <sighs> smart enough to know that he needs money. See a pile of glittering crystals. Okay, yeah, there we go. Now, now Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Morris sees a pile of glittering crystals and run towards it grabs at it and his hands just kind of phase through it and then jets of flame shoot out. Shit. And everybody takes one harm, ignore armor. Okay, I'm unstable. Oh no. What is a useful object that would prevent me 
from getting set on fire. Do what? Oh, because one of the things is like have a useful object ready. So like aloe mitigate something. Is that enough to reduce harm from getting set on fire? <laughs> a mini fire extinguisher. Um, sure. If you want to spend one of those on that, I will allow you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, That's a because great idea. I'm unstable. I oh, think yeah, I am going to do that. Yeah. Or because I will be yeah. unstable, I think I am going to do that. Am I not kind? Am I not generous? You are kind. <laughs> you are generous. Praise me. Oh, I have a bunch of sand, so I can like take the sand from my pockets and pour it out and smother the flames before they get me. So now I am not unstable. Okay. You guys are at the center of the labyrinth. You walk into a large square. In the middle, you see sitting crisscross applesauce on in the <laughs> middle of the floor is the Minigar, who stands up and begins to transform. Into a man. He becomes a much more buff uh, Minogar yeah. with the head of a bull and a swishing bull tail. Minogartar. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he picks up the axe sitting next to him and then begins to run towards you. Uh, there's, always, there's always a catch. Scatter! Letting out a bestial roar. Okay, so question. Are there still traps in here? Like, can the Minigartar trigger traps on himself? Why don't you roll read a bad situation? Oh, I got an 11. Minus one is 10. All right, so you hold three, I believe. Morris can't tell us what he knows. (laughs) You're right. Um, what's the best way to protect the victims? I don't have great answers for this question. It's mostly just don't get hit by his axe and be careful of his horns. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yes. Hey. There are traps in this room. There are spike traps on the floor as well as fire traps. Oh, God. What's my best way out? There is a trap door where he was sitting. That is probably your best way out. You imagine that he probably knows the labyrinth better than you do. Yeah, so not running through the labyrinth isn't a good idea. And he's probably faster than you. Yeah. He has a very long stride. In fact, he's coming right towards you. Shut up. (laughs) What do we call our listeners? Do we call them anything? We call them listeners. What up, listener? No, I'm not starting with what up. (laughs) How do you do, listeners? Hello, listeners. Good evening, listeners. I usually start off with, you know, a greeting and then thanks for listening to Nameless Monsters. Salutation, listeners. That you have to put an S at the end of salutation. Yeah, you do. Salutations, listeners. Thanks for listening to Nameless Monsters. Have you ever found yourself in a sticky situation that you thought could be more sticky? Well, we have more stickers for you. And I don't remember 100% the process to get stickers, so I'm going to pass it to Nate. Lester. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, if you want a sticker, we have a bunch of stickers. If you want one, just email us or message us on Twitter. Or shoot us a message on Discord with your review that you've made on your podcasting platform of choice of our show. And we'll send that to you through the physical mail. Which means you have to give us your address, which we will use to steal your identity. (laughs) Yep. Don't forget to join the Actual Place Discord where you can talk to Nate, Heather, Dennis, and if you at me, me. I will not check otherwise. (laughs) Yes, if you ever want to talk to Lester, you can just at him, and he'll usually respond in a day or two. Yeah, it'll be within a week. (laughs) We give it about a week lead time for Lester's busy schedule. I'm like a business, you know, six weeks to respond. (laughs) So also, this week we have Storyteller Squad. 
as the podcast that we are featuring. Storyteller Squad is a fantastic Monster of the Week podcast. We love all of them, especially Natalie. I have personally spoken with Natalie, and so that means she is the best person on that podcast. (laughs) That's my review. Natalie, number one. Speaking of Storyteller Squad, we are actually doing a special project with them right now. And that is all in the works and should be coming out in a few months. So keep your eyes and ears and mouth and nose peeled for that. Keep your mouth and nose closed. There are still diseases going around. I mean... Stay healthy. Yeah, keep them closed, but keep them peeled. Or... Don't peel your skin. Ooh, gross. That's gross. Keep your eyes open, listeners, for a future collaboration between us and Storyteller Squad. Yep. That's what I said. Thanks, Lester. You made it real gross. <laughs> Hello, adventurers. Do you enjoy stories about monsters and magic? Welcome to Autumn Falls, a cozy small town in the Pacific Northwest. There's mysteries to uncover, but first, let's check in with our heroes. He's scooping about like he probably shouldn't be. I'm Hugo Rashad. Fighting monsters isn't the safest thing. Bright pink, over-caffeinated, it's me, Bethany Miller. When you said disaster queer, every single person looked away. Can I get verbal confirmation that none of you will say anything about what you saw today? Agent Lonnie Whitaker, reporting in from the Eastie Agency. Lucky for you all, Lonnie is very cool. It's really weird and bizarre and a whole lot of feeling stuff that I did not want to get into, so I kind of booked it out of there. I'm Raven Eugenia. Every coherent thought has just left my brain, I just wanted to be friends because that's what everyone else was doing. My name is Damien Edgecrest. I want to be like these people, you know? Clearly talking to the tree is not a normal thing that people can do. I'm Felicity Starnbrook. Surprisingly, I'm useful. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't want people knowing what I am. I'm Aiden Brightwood. Well, that was not the magic I expected to be practicing. If you'd like to join our heroes as we play Monster of the Week, then check out The Storyteller Squad, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's have an adventure. What does Brad use to fight? Is it his fists? It is now. Can I enchant Brad's fists? Sure, why the fuck not? (laughs) So Morris looks around and then does what? Okay, I like, because I remember previously when Brad did his magic smiting attack, it hurt the guy a lot. Yeah. And so I feel like making Brad more magic can only be a good thing. Right. Do it quick, because Brad's not cool with seeing this thing charging at his friend Mags. All right. I got an eight plus two minus one for nine. All right. Sweet. So, there is a glitch. What is the glitch? Let's do problematic side effect, because I think, like the other ones, I just worry are going to put us in a bad situation. Morris, your hands go limp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Your arms are just completely limp. And you feel, as you feel something, like, ripped from them, and then Brad... You feel something slam into both of your arms. What does your magic look like? I think all of his veins are visible through his skin and they turn Ooh. Ooh, they turn like a glittering between fuchsia and a bright blue, a bright light blue like a cyan. That's cool. Wow, sick. Man, I can't wait for you to draw this, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've asked this before and I can't remember what it is. Um Every time I have that move where every time you successfully use magic, take plus one forward. Is a mixed success successful? Yeah. It's got success in the name still, so I'm going to say yes. While Nate's distracted. Okay, plus one forward, <laughs> noodle arms, and no voice. Correct. Did it fix my arm by chance? Uh, yes. Yes? It fixed my arm? It fixes your arm. Yes! Sweet. Do you love me? Yes. You're Please love me. Thank, Netherlands. Thank you, Podcast Daddy. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right. 
Who, what do you guys do? What do you guys do? The Minotaur is rushing up. It's almost upon you. Max is going to brace herself against the wall and hold the shield up in front of her and put the base of the spear on the shield and stand her ground waiting for the Minotaur to to rush into it. baby. All right, is this a protect someone or is this a... I don't know if it's act under pressure or if it's protect someone. Well, I was going to say, if I get enchanted in time, I was going to use protect someone to protect mags. Because, like, if it if it charges at the spear, it's going to get speared, but it also has a big old axe. So I was going to, like, try to grab the axe arm or something from the side, like, side tackle it to throw off its aim. Something like that. Well, I'm hoping this shield that I've mentioned several times now will have some sort yeah, of... Yeah, Nate, did you hear that she has a shield? I I heard that she has a shield. <laughs> can I, instead of trying to like stop the Minotaur from getting to Mags or or protecting her, can I go with like a, can I do with like a kick kick some ass roll and try to smite like its kneecap as it runs by so it falls onto the spear? Mm, love that. To kind of like arrest its momentum a little bit. Yeah, like I want it to keep going forward so it impales itself on the spear, but I want it. I want its kneecap to be destroyed so that it falls instead of it's less of like an intentional charge and more of like a a stumble kind of situation if at all possible and if not that's fine i'll still punch it in the leg give it a good charlie horse or charlie bull yeah i think heather i want to resolve yours last simply because okay i'm we're gonna establish it is charging at you okay well because i told the boys to move so of course it is. right yeah 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 so they listen to me. I'm their boss. You are. Yeah, exactly. And we don't need a union rep for Max. <laughs> That's right. We trust her. Rad. Yo. Why didn't you roll me some kick some ass? Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Be good. That's a, ooh, that's a 10. Woo-hoo! Eight on the dice plus two. Got rid of that negative one. Yay. Sweet. Nice. A full success. Full success. Huzzah. Indeed. So, extra effects. I don't have that pulled up. I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. You gain the advantage. Take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm. Or you force them where you want them. I think I'm going to force them where I want them. And where I want them is on that spear point. <laughs> Kebabbed. Yeah. Super. All right. Uh, what? How much damage do you do, first of all? It's just, it's two. But I believe it's plus one because you're magic. Because you're enchanted. Oh, I forgot you enchanted me. Oh, yeah. yeah so so it's, it's three. three. Yeah. Brad's a magical girl now. <laughs> so, Brad, when Mag says move, I imagine you just rush forward. <laughs> she didn't say which direction. You slide under the Minotaur's legs. And as you're like sliding by and under, you just let out a, a really powerful punch. As your fist is surrounded by a rainbow nimbus of colors. Yeah. And it slams into the Minotaur's leg. You do get trampled, unfortunately. So you take two harm. I don't either. But I believe you are invulnerable to that. Yeah. It's the power of friendship. (laughs) Mad. Yeah. Make it happen, Captain. All right. My original intention was to be protecting the boys. But since that has happened already, I am going to do something else altogether. I am still standing there. I'm squared up with the wall behind me and the shield raised. And while I'm standing there, I am going to start doing a spell. Oh. This was one that I was studying with the notebook in our interstitial period. I know it's a high pressure moment, but I, I know this was the one that I had down. Go for it. And I start murmuring the incantations and I cast a spell. And that is an eight. So what are you doing? What's your effect? I want to trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Oh, <laughs> Sick. Yeah. And what I, what I want to happen 
is while I'm standing here and I'm doing these these hand motions with my right hand and behind this shield that is on my arm. So what happens is the metal of the shield starts to grow and it expands from the front of my arm and just like floop briefly wraps around the charging minotaur oh sick okay i love it i love this okay so you get a glitch so what's your glitch the effect is of short duration oh shit okay so it's long enough to slow him down for the moment and i can move out of the way yeah i think you move out of the way and his momentum carries him forward as he is encased in the metal of your shield and he slams into the wall behind you and then the metal, you know, the metal ovaloid shape that he is encased in rolls over one of the traps <laughs> and like flames shoot up and it like melts the metal and the minotaur rises up from the flames, burning hair, roaring and... Okay, I thought that would last longer. <laughs> you completely avoided damage. There is that. What do you guys do? And I look at Max. I'm like, trapdoor? Eh, uh, murder? What? What are we doing? I, I think, think we've, we've got to kill, kill it. it. Okay. And I'm going to go up and punch it. <laughs> Into the flames? I get, yeah, I guess if there are still flames, yeah. Can I give Brad plus one forward? Absolutely. Please. I just want to make really sure that we fuck this guy up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of him. He needs okay. to die. Yeah. <laughs> so it begins charging out of the flames. At you, Brad, and you rush to meet it. Yeah, we'll kick its ass. Why don't you roll kick some ass? Ass kicking. Boxcars, baby. Woo! Yeah. Oh, my God. What is that, like a 15, That's a 15 in the end with yeah. all the bonuses? Oh, man, I wish you had advanced. I know, right? Ugh. I don't, though. It's okay. I think what we're going to do, as it is running, and I'm running to meet it, I'm going to jump up into the air and do one of those, like, Superman punch things. <laughs> like, square in the middle of its bull face as it's lowering its horns to meet me. Yeah. And I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Does mm. it also have the magic added Yeah, that's in? two plus the magic plus the one for the rolling a 15. So, I'm going to tell you how much HP this guy had left. <gasps> okay. He had four. <laughs> hey! Fuck yeah! So, why don't you... Tell me how you kill it as you slam your fist directly into its face. I think what I like is, okay, you guys remember Hellboy when he punches the hood of that car straight down? Yeah. Yes. I think it's like that. This minotaur is running towards me. Brad jumps up in the air. And as it lowers its, its horns towards him, he slams his fist like down sort of onto the top of its skull right between its eyes. And it just completely stops all its momentum and just sort of rockets its face into the dirt and like it scorpions up you can hear like like its spine cracking and it just sort of splatters onto the ground and then brad lands like astride it like lands amazing a, a foot on each side of its crushed skull beautiful i'm so fucking glad it's dead the power from <laughs> wait you're already shirtless never mind <laughs> I basically had on little hot pants. This time his pants fall off. Because I had taken my shirt off to make the harness for Carol, and then I tore the legs off my pants oh, yeah. to make like a crossbody satchel for Mags and Morris's water and the battery. So I'm in like tiny little hot pants. Now you're the naked Theseus in the labyrinth. Brad stands there astride the Minotaur, fist smoking still glowing from this energy and breathing heavily, blood and sweat glistening off his bare chest. And <laughs> he says, Someone's gonna need a Tylenol. Fucking <laughs> 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 A. Alright. <laughs> and, then, and then I immediately look at Mags and Morris is like, was that better than the first one? I didn't even have one the first time. That was better, right? I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Oh, no, I can't. My arms are noodles. Your arms go away. Oh, God. Mags runs over and, like, 
gives him just the biggest hug. And while her head is next to his, says, Oh, oh my gosh, gosh, Brad, I'm, I'm so, so proud, proud of you. You, you did, did such, such a, a good, good job. <laughs> As you all are celebrating, you see the walls of the labyrinth begin to melt like wax. Everything begins to melt like wax. The trap door under you. Oh. Oh. Like you're standing on nothing and it all begins to melt away. And then like pouring, dripping goop from above you drips the forests of Triple Springs. And you are standing in a clearing. Except it's not totally clear. Because there are 14 trees standing in a perfect circle. And attached to each of these trees are manacles with skeletons hanging from them. Very classically. Except for two of them, where there is a woman and a child. People. Delia? Delia? We didn't fuck this up too bad. Good. Jesse? Read a bad situation. They are passed the fuck out. Read a bad situation immediately. Do not trust this. Mags isn't thinking about that. She runs over and starts to medic them. Go ahead and roll it, I guess. You, like, get them down from the trees. I mean, if I can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can. I, I rolled a 10. Can I split that to, like, give them both? one what did you roll sorry harm back i rolled a 10 oh 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 full success on which one i'll start with delia all right i don't want her little girl to see her mom passed out chained to a tree they are injured but not terribly so they're more malnourished than anything else oh (gasps) i have an apple in my bag (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah lester i love you so much (laughs) It's only one apple, though. <laughs> I, I can just, split it. It's I specifically good. wrote an apple. <laughs> Lester, why don't you roll help out for this next one? Okay. God, imagine if I got snake eyes on giving Mags an apple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I didn't roll much better. <laughs> I rolled a four. No! <laughs> what? Lester. I think... <laughs> The apple has been completely destroyed because, like, swamp bugs. Oh, and I have shit noodle arms. I can't give her the apple anyway. Oh, yeah, you've got noodle arms. You can't do anything. Never mind. <laughs> the four is me remembering that I have noodle arms and can't open a bag. Is it bad of me to make you roll two first aids for this? That's why I asked in the first place. So, yeah, I know. I'm reconsidering now, though. I, I don't know what's right. I won't make you roll again, because okay. if you kill the child, I'll never hear the end of it. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Mags will never hear the end of it. Mags, <laughs> at it again. Mags, can I add another to her body count? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Quit picking on Mags! Delia awakens as you are tending to their injuries. And she looks up and she says, oh my god. Thank you so much. Who are you? Where did you come from? It's all gonna be okay! (laughs) (laughs) And she passes right back out. uh, As she hears two voices come from one mouth. Hey, Max, maybe maybe let's, uh, maybe don't right now. I was just just trying to be encouraging. encouraging. No, I know, you're doing great. It's not your fault. I'm just saying she's been through a lot. Just let's right now, not right now. I guess we go back to the town. Yeah. Do we have any idea where we are? The sun is in the sky. You can see that. Yeah. Can we triangulate where we are? Do we hear road noises? You don't hear road noises, but like. Has Morris used be somewhere, be be where you need to be right in time? No, I haven't. I'm going to use that. My last hold, be somewhere you are needed just in time and I am needed in my house. This is how you did it last yeah. time. This is cheap as fuck. I don't I I don't like this. This doesn't seem I fair. have a move that lets me predict the future. I don't I didn't use all of the holds from the move. 
I know you. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. <laughs> this is going to be the play every arc from now on. Every arc. Okay. Yes. Boris silently begins walking into the woods. His arms flip flopping by his side. Brad and Max have to read a bad situation. Are you going to follow Morris? Do you trust him? I trust Morris, yeah. If you're good with letting that work. I, I'm good with Lester being, you know, Lester. I'm going to wiggle my noodle arms aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's tried to tell us something and I'm just not, I don't know. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Brad talks louder and slower to Morris as if that's going to help. (laughs) Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. Full listings and links can be found at our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. my friends good job yay holy shit i can't believe we survived i am surprised as well i he didn't have much hp left but uh he could do some harm but you guys kind of handled it good job guys out of the box good job i like thinking out of the box thank goodness brad is magic you know how I rolled a four on help out and forgot I had noodle arms, so I couldn't help out anyways? Can I count that as experience or no? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, f- there's, I figured there's no harm in asking. But we are going to do end of session questions. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yeah. Yes. We saved yes. Delia and Jesse. Hell yes. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? We did. Yes. Yeah. The aforementioned. All right. And you guys saved uh, Morris like two or three times from dying. Yeah, that too. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Very much so. I would say yes. (laughs) Because we didn't know that there were different planes of existence or that like we could end up in a different plane of existence while still being trapped in Triple Springs. Yeah. I don't know that you knew you were in another plane of existence, did you? What the fuck else were we supposed to assume? I mean, I guess you're right. <laughs> Gravity shifted, and then everything and melted then it away. melted into yeah. wax. Th- people from different times were there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was pretty weird. People were speaking Latin at us. My cat brooch stopped working. That's right. That's right. That's right. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Nope. Oh, no, wait. Yes. Morris is willing to do human sacrifices when convenient. Well, we didn't actually learn that, but we did learn that Brad is suddenly Magic Punch Man. One punch! That is true. Yeah, that was a surprise to everybody. That's pretty huge. All right, so you answered yes to... Four. Three or more. So, three or four. So, 
Each hunter marks two experience. Nice. Fuck yeah. If I'd gotten to mark that fake help out, I would have leveled up. Disappointing. Que- question. Sorry. No, it's totally valid to not <laughs> let me <that. laughs> Like, I give you a lot of shit, but no, that was definitely me. <laughs> I love when you guys get to level up, though. I love leveling up. It's so fun. What's up, Dennis? Did anybody make a labyrinth reference during this entire arc? Did anybody talk about David Bowie's potpourri crotch nope. or anything? Nobody did. Oh, man. I have never seen it. What? I've also never seen what? it. Oh, my God. I didn't want to admit it because I thought I would look like a loser. All right. So next movie night, we're watching Labyrinth. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, by the way, this is neither here nor there, but is sort of tangentially related to the conversation. I realized not too long ago that Morris's astral projection was wholly unnecessary because Brad has a Blu-ray player and a stack of DVDs in his van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. He's probably got a PS5 in there, too, if we're being honest. <laughs> really? A PS5? Those are pretty hard to get. Brad's rich. Yeah, I don't think he would have gotten He's it. got connections. Brad is rich? Brad's rich? Brad's family? Yes. He, do you not remember the back the backflash? His family owns, like, multiple luxury oh, yeah, car dealerships right. in California. They have lots of money. That's right. That's right. They're loaded. Wow. 